A Florida man punched a cab driver and yelled, I'm Rick James, bitch. A volunteer's arm is nearly torn off while feeding a tiger at Carol Baskin's Big Cat Rescue. A Florida woman with a warrant hides her ID in her private parts during a traffic stop. And why has there been a cat on this Florida roof for over 70 years? These are the weird stories for Friday on Weird AF News, and they're all from Florida. Because it's Florida Friday on Weird AF News, the only daily weird news podcast hosted by a comedian. And the only daily weird news podcast, as you know, that does Florida Friday. All the degenerate news and weird news from Florida this week in one show. Let's do it. Those bizarre stories you hear about all the time that seem to only happen here in Florida. I know, right? can't make this stuff up. It is just one of the many wacky news stories out of Florida. And why does the Sunshine State consistently produce such strange news? But what accounts for all this bizarre news? Is it the weather? Is it the people? Florida is full of the crazy stories. A Florida man punches a cab driver and screams, I'm Rick James, bitch. He's a super freak, super freak. He's super freaky. Yow. Who is this Floridian super freak? Well, he's a six foot three, 300 pounds of Florida man. And he was arrested after he allegedly punched a cab driver. Then he danced in the middle of the street yelling, I'm Rick James, bitch. The suspect is Paul Kajek. In addition to, I'm Rick James, bitch, he also shouted, you white mother effers, before he was arrested two miles from his Clearwater, Florida home over the weekend. He is listed as a 50-year-old white male, although he still yelled, you white mother effers, he's a 50-year-old white male himself. According to the police, witnesses at the back bar and lounge, (laughs) oh boy, The back bar and lounge is nothing good happening at the back bar and lounge in Clearwater, Florida. They stopped Kajek from driving home from the venue due to his, quote, level of high intoxication. Shortly after 4 a.m. on Sunday. Well, that was nice of them at the back bar and lounge to try and stop him from driving home intoxicated. You'd imagine people at the back bar and lounge are pretty questionable fellows. By the way, why are lounges and bars operating in Florida? And you, I mean, it's just like, still, really, in the middle of all of this, still bars and lounges, still going, drinking, driving, all this happening. I can't even sit down at a restaurant here in L.A. County, you know. Anyways, when a taxi arrived to pick up Kajek, he allegedly got inside. He began yelling at the cab driver and then punched him from the back seat. (laughs) Well, he probably didn't see that coming. Must have been very surprised, this taxi driver. Uh, Especially when... After receiving a punch, he witnessed Kajek jump into the street doing what appeared to be his impersonation of comedian Dave Chappelle, who used the phrase, I'm Rick James, bitch, when impersonating the late super freak singer. Then it says James died in 2004. Uh, Yes, yes, it's uh, and this is Rick James behavior for sure to punch a, a taxi driver and to jump into the street all wasted. I mean. Rick James, if you remember correctly, was <laughs> went to jail for like imprisoning and torturing somebody. <laughs> he was out of control as well. I don't think he was from Florida, but he definitely exhibited Floridian behavior, this Rick James. I'm Rick James, bitch! Kajek was charged with simple battery and released on bond. I don't know why you're releasing all these Floridians that scream super freak in the street and punch cab drivers. It's just crazy. A volunteer's arm is nearly torn off while... 
feeding a tiger at Carol Baskin's Big Cat Rescue. You guys remember Carol Baskin? It's Carol Baskin at Big Cat Rescue. She was from the Netflix show Tiger King. Have you guys watched that? I assume if you're a fan of Florida Fridays, you're going to love the Tiger King on Netflix. Um, It just showcases all the degeneracy that uh, surrounds the private ownership of giant cats in Florida and other places. This occurred in Tampa. A volunteer at the Big Cat Rescue seriously injured on Thursday morning when a tiger she was feeding grabbed her arm and nearly tore it off at the shoulder. Oh, this poor woman. Carol Baskin, the animal activist who owns Big Cat Rescue, later confirmed a woman who has been a volunteer at her place for five years was feeding a tiger named Kimba when the animal grabbed her arm. The volunteer's name is Candy Kowser. Uh, there's a lot of details on how it happened. I don't need to get into it with you. It's pretty gory, actually, as you'd imagine, when a giant cat rips your arm off at the shoulder, basically. A nurse who was there held off the artery under the victim's armpit to stop the bleeding while another man used his belt as a tourniquet. The nurse then packed Candy's arm in ice packs to try to save it, according to Carol Baskin. Looks like people jumped on the scene right away, saved this woman's arm, or at least tried to. She was still conscious, and Candy insisted that she did not want Kimba the tiger to come to any harm for this mistake. That's according to Carol Baskin. Uh, Regardless, he's been being placed in quarantine for the next 30 days as a precaution. The Florida Fish and Wildlife Conservation Commission's Captive Wildlife Section is investigating this incident. Yes, you should investigate this whole incident and that big cat sanctuary, whatever it is, from watching the series, it didn't look like this woman, Carol Baskin, was really caring for those big cats very well. I'm not an expert, but that's what it appeared to me anyways. I mean, are these people holding cats? It's just ridiculous, man. Ridiculous. I feel bad for the volunteer. Imagine losing your arm as a volunteer. I mean, she wasn't even paid by Carol Baskin to lose her arm. This is very sad. Very sad way to go. On another level, I, I, I don't feel that bad for her because if you saw Tiger King, you, you know you can't trust Carol Baskin and you shouldn't be working for the woman. You just shouldn't be. She seems like a terrible person. And by the way, the way these animals are treated is horrible. Horrible. What, you think you're going to go in there and make a difference? No, you're not. You're just going to put yourself at danger for no money at all because you're a volunteer. It's ridiculous. I, you know. So on, on this other level, I don't feel bad for this woman, Candy. I mean... You took a risk when you decided to work at the big cat sanctuary and play with the kitties. These animals are so powerful, so enormous, and so damn hungry. <laughs> like, Are you out of your mind to put your arm in a cage or around these animals and feed them? I mean, you're crazy. You're just crazy. It's Florida Friday, only on Weird AF News. A Florida woman with a warrant hides her ID in her private parts during a traffic stop. A Miami lady was arrested over the weekend after she was riding in a vehicle that was pulled over in connection with a hit and run. She was the passenger in this vehicle that was connected to the hit and run. The police pulled that vehicle over. Takara Nowden, age 28, they found had an active warrant out for operating a vehicle without a valid driver's license in the past. Well, she may have had a driver's license, but perhaps it was up her nether regions. Did you did you look there, police officers? She was arrested Saturday because she was in this car, taken to the main jail for processing. 
Police said that Nowden told the medical staff at the jail that she had shoved her Nebraska ID card up her vagina during the traffic stop. It doesn't say why. It just says that she did it. (laughs) This is quite a silly place to put your ID, I have to say. You could have thrown it anywhere, out the window, in the back seat, under the seat, in the glove box, which is hard to find things in the glove box. They're usually very messy. But no, you put it right up your vagina. What were you thinking? What? An x-ray machine at the jail confirmed that she had a foreign object in her vagina. <laughs> Imagine getting your vagina x-ray. That seems very silly. She was taken to the hospital for medical clearance. Medical clearance, I think that means to have an ID card surgically removed from your vagina. They use those long pincers for that, I'd imagine. Police said that Nowden pulled down her pants while she was leaving the jail, squatted and urinated in public in front of the jail. <laughs> what? <laughs> what made her do that? Did you... How did she pull down her pants as she was leaving the jail? Did you take the handcuffs off? I mean, I have so many questions. Why the vagina as a hiding spot? Why does she have no handcuffs leaving the prison to go to the hospital to get the ID taken out so that she could pull down her own pants and urinate in public? Why did you not let her use the bathroom in the prison? I'm wondering as well. Or did you? And This was her protest, her urinating protest. She was taken to Memorial Regional Hospital and then taken back to jail. Nowden faces charges from the warrant as well as an additional charge of indecent exposure in public, I assume, for the urination. <laughs> Strange woman. She just likes to get her vagina involved in everything, it seems like. Why has there been a cat on top of a Tampa roof for 70 years? This cat has been an object of fascination and joy for many generations of Floridians. Jennifer Reitzman, now 43 years old, remembers seeing the cat en route to her grandmother's house in the early 80s. Her mom would point it out every time they passed. And now she does the same thing with her own boys, ages 3 and 7. The cat is white, ceramic, and vaguely terrified looking. It appears to claw its way toward the peak of the roof at Adams and Jennings Funeral Home on North Nebraska Avenue, as it has for seven decades. <laughs> this cat, this ceramic cat on the roof, very silly. I like it, though. It's weird. For some, this cat is an anchor sunk in their memory. They see it now and find their way back 30 years or maybe even 60 years to a car ride where they're staring out the window. For Dick Grenade, it is riding to Little League in the 50s. For Steve Saunders, it's the weekly drive to pick up his grandmother on the way to church in the mid-60s. For Kay Austin, it is being bussed from Temple Terrace to Hillsborough High School in 1972. Austin says, We all would look every day just to make sure the cat was still there, right up on that roof. And it's still there today. It is anchored literally to the roof of the funeral home. The paws have posts that go into the roof and are affixed with a bolt. Plus, there's a safety leash of braided stainless cable looping around one ankle, explained a guy who reattached the cat due to popular demand after it briefly disappeared in 2007. Oh, I want to hear more about that brief disappearance in 2007. (laughs) What ornery fella stole that cat from the roof after a dare? After a night of drinking down the street at the Back Bay Bar and Lounge. What's the history here? What's the history of this ceramic cat on the roof in Florida? This weird cat. Well, there were once two cats on the roof. A black one and a white one. They were put there around 1948 by John Gennaro, who 
with his cat-loving wife, ran an antique store and a tea room in the building that in 1962 became the funeral home. A historian says when Gennaro and his wife sold the building in 1962, they took the black cat with them. Apparently, they put it on the roof of their house in Bradenton, Florida. <laughs> Later in life, as the story goes, Gennaro could no longer live alone, and he and the black cat went to live with a relative in Maryland. There, the cat froze on the roof and shattered. <laughs> they took it all the way to Maryland? These ceramic cats putting them on roofs? How strange. But the white cat remained on the roof in Tampa, a neighborhood icon. It came down briefly in 1990 when a new roof was installed. Then in 2007, it was taken down by the owner, Stacy Adams, who had followed her father, Mike Adams, into the funeral business. She planned to retire the cat, placing it in a nice box to display indoors. But the cat fans would not allow it. Too many people came by asking about that cat. Adam says people were stopping by in the middle of funerals while I'm parking cars going, hey, man, where's the cat? So Stacy had the cat cleaned up. Damage to its tail was repaired by a friend who works with ceramics, and it was once again mounted on the roof of the of the new Adams and Jennings building. <laughs> then they even added the cat to their logo on the website and business cards. Still, the cat has no name. <laughs> it's such a weird story. I thought I would cover it. It's not as degenerate as, you know, the usual news coming out of Florida. But very strange, very strange. Difficult to find weird news that comes out of Florida that doesn't involve drugs. Yay! Thanks again for listening to another episode of Florida Friday. I hope you enjoyed the stories. If you sent me a story, thank you. I appreciate it. You can send me stories to funnyjones at gmail.com or you can submit them through the website, weirdafnews.com. You can call the show if you have a reaction to any of these stories, 646-450-2012. Appreciate that. Uh, I also want to remind everybody that we're still going forward with the Patreon contest as put forth by Michael from Iowa City, who is amazing. He's offered to match all the Patreon pledges at the $2 level from uh, now and I think for, uh, I guess for a week or so. So yeah, yeah. We've had several people join the Patreon since he's put forth this contest, and he will match your pledge uh, at the $2, $2 level. If, uh, if you'd like to join the Patreon, it's pretty simple. You just go to patreon.com slash weirdafnews or go to weirdafnews.com, and you can click on the link from there. Uh, so check that out if you feel like supporting the show. It would, uh, it would, mean, it would mean a great deal. So appreciate you. If you'd also like to support the show in an, another way, uh, instead of joining the Patreon, you can uh, buy Jonesy a cup of coffee on the website as well, weirdafnews.com. That's pretty cool. Or you can also leave a review of the podcast, which is extremely helpful, on either iTunes or Amazon. And uh, that'd be great as well. I hope you all have a nice weekend. Hope you enjoyed the Florida stories. I appreciate your loyal listenership as always. Please be safe, and we'll see you on Monday.